what's going on podcast world today's episode is basically greatness i got a chance to go see the gary v live at george mason university earlier uh this week and i just wanted to share with you the kind of stuff he was talking about so i got a little snippet of his keynote on here and then uh after the keynote it's kind of me and my manager the shauna k's feedback on how we felt about the keynote and what we thought about it and how it pertained to our businesses or lives or you know whatever just our feedback on the situation it's always great to hear gary v kind of speak his truth and speak his uh, opinions on certain things like facebook ads instagram ads um you know and how they're undervalued right now we got to jump in on it so i just you know if you're looking for how to market your business for cheap uh for nothing basically this is definitely um the episode you want to listen to uh this is definitely the episode you want to check out so listen up take some notes enjoy economic activity concerned with the processing of raw materials and manufacture of goods in the factories talk speak in order to give information or express ideas or feelings converse or communicate by spoken words what is your industry let's talk about it Winning out there. Get your fucking game 
Ben's cold world. It's cold world, bundle up. <laughs> Yo, put him on the camera. Guys, listen. I think what I love about this is the interaction we're doing right now. This is the best. I love the stage. What I hate about it is I don't have context on you one by one. Right? What I, what I love about meeting with somebody individually or knowing Andy who works with me is by having the context, I can actually get to those subtle little pieces. When I'm staged, I've gotta keep it macro. I try to go micro, but I know that everybody here has different shit. Here's where I can tell you a couple things that really make sense to me in a macro talk. Something that I know is fundamentally universal for everybody there, 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 anybody in this room. One thing that I know is fundamentally universal is that nobody is gonna cry for you. They have their own tears. <laughs> one, thing, one thing I'm positive about is how ROI negative complaining is and how much I'm trying to suffocate the practice of it. I really have been fascinated by people that have changed their mindset into understanding that everything that is not going well right now is their fault. It has been remarkably important to me in understanding that everything that I'm not happy about has, is on me. It's, it's a remarkably interesting brain twist. The amount of energy spent on things that you can't control versus being accountable to what you can control has been a huge separator for me in the last four or five years as I've dug deep. And so, of course there are things that have happened to you that you can't control, but if you were able to, if I was able to have a couple things happen out of this talk this morning, one is just self-awareness. Just like, do you actually know who you are? So many people wishing they're something instead of understanding what they are. Number two is accountability. No question, the quickest way to happiness is accountability. When people start looking for somebody else to be at fault, whether it's the government or their aunt or some or their fucking boss, they always lose. The energy really matters. And so I've been thinking a lot about mindset. I've also been thinking about passion a lot more recently, even though the first book I wrote was a lot about your hobby or your niche is your power. Ironically, I've come back to it. I've given a lot of thought to what makes you tick and how realistic is the long tail of the internet to get there. I am stunned by how many people here don't realize that the quickest path to happiness or more economics in business, given the context of this talk, happens to be in the thing that they love the most, yet they're not willing to eat shit for the next three to five years to get there. Let me explain. It blows me away that if you're ridiculously passionate about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Stick with me, I know this is going fucking weird. <laughs> that starting your Instagram account, your podcast, and your YouTube channel about Leonardo and Michelangelo, and putting out that content for a three year period in the long tail of the internet, in the way that niche marketing works, if you focus on that 7 p.m. to two in the morning around that world, that literally within three to four years, the practicality if you're consistent to making between 50 and $100,000 a year in affiliate eBay links and sponsorship around being the foremost expert of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a very fascinating thing. Now that may be a very rogue example for a lot of people in this room, but I'm desperate for you to understand that if your passion and knowledge is around eating and living vegan, if it's around sneaker culture, if it's around fashion, peanut butter, or whatever it may be, you need to leave this conference at the big one thing. The most fascinating time of day for me right now in the world is 7 p.m. to 2 in the morning. You would not be at this conference if you were 100% there. You would not be here if you were 100% there. That's just facts. 
So now I'm curious about how many people don't see the world that I see. It's funny, Andy and I on the way here saw a video that I'm gonna post, you'll see on my social very soon, that we dug up from 2011, where I basically tell everybody to invest in Amazon, right? I go, everybody's talking about Facebook and Google and Apple, but weirdly I did Amazon. 2011, people didn't realize how big Amazon was. And it, it's interesting, when I look back at that, I'm like, fuck, I said that seven years ago, what did I see? It's the same feeling I have right in here. When I look in the face, you know, what's so great is I can see your face right now and just realizing how many people are chasing money. You know, how many people here and across this country right now rushed to buy cryptocurrency? Because that's where the gold rush was. I'm just fascinated by people's passion for the quick fix versus the marathon. I'm fascinated by people willing to put shit in their body to lose 15 pounds. That's some private label horseshit from China versus <laughs> fucking eating right and exercise. Let me, let me promise you something good. And that's how I want to say it. Everything special is fucking hard. That's very true, right? It is true. I don't understand. You know what I find funny? That this collective room, and when I say this room, I mean this whole fucking country doesn't realize the following data point, which is that if you make $440,000 a year in income, you are in the 1%. That in America, one of the richest countries in the world, the top 1% starts at $440,000 a year. A lot of money. However, everybody's walking around right now talking like if they're, if they're not making a million, that's just like the entry point to making. We are completely missing perspective of what's going on out there. We're missing perspective. People are fundamentally confused of how hard it is to be at that place. And by the way, let's talk about real privilege. Forget about money. How about this? When are we gonna start talking about the mindset and the happiness of it all? So for me, what the internet represents, you guys are the reason I get passionate, somebody sent a great tweet today about my, uh, being in line at this conference and then saying, they, were, they said the people in front of them were talking about me and the one person said, he's good at Facebook. And the other person said, oh shit, I thought he was in real estate. <laughs> and I was laughing. I was laughing because what's really interesting is I'm an entrepreneur in a time where entrepreneurship got cool. How many people over 35? Raise your hand. All right, so all these old fuckers, <laughs> they all know a world where entrepreneurship wasn't cool. Just for all the kids, how many people under 30? Raise your hands. I'm raising my camera. By the way, I fucking love people under 30 so much. Uh -huh. So a couple things. Number one, if you're not winning right now during a 
Don't get it twisted. It's the nine years of economic growth. Nine years of economic yeah. growth. If you're not winning now, after nine years of economic growth, after we got bailed out and we didn't want to pay the piper, well then you fucking suck. <laughs> and I want to stay on this for a minute. If you think you're an entrepreneur, and you've got a business, and you've been doing it for more than two years, and you're not successful during a fake, propped up, bailed out economy after nine years of growth, <laughs> you're not good. Now, maybe what you're trying to build is not good, and you are good, and you just missed it this time. But I need everybody to take a real reality step backwards, because listen, I'm here for one agenda. I'm selfish. <laughs> you looked at him. I am. I'm selfish in the fact that, Caleb, where are you at? No, Caleb, you filming? Yeah. Okay, Where's Caleb? Over here! Over here! I'm selfish for Caleb, who's filming today's vlog, and for Andy. I'm here to be historically correct. I'm here to be historically correct. So when I stand up here and say, if you're not successful in your business, and you've been doing it for two years, on nine years of economic growth, that have been propped up by fucking a bailout, that you suck, I'm not saying that because I think I'm fancy up here. I don't, like, that doesn't, that doesn't mean me no good. That's not interesting. I'm saying it because you have to be self-aware. Happiness comes from self-awareness. The number 19 at Facebook made a lot more than every other number one of every startup, period. There's a lot of people right now that want to put entrepreneurship and owning their own thing on a pedestal because it's cool now, just like Harvard used to be cool 20 years ago. And just like I didn't fall for that, plenty of people here, I don't want to fall for the entrepreneurship thing. How many people here are entrepreneurs? So raise them high, I want to see it more time. Got that. So for everybody raising their hand, one more time, I apologize. I just want you to look around. Let me promise you one thing that all the people with their hand up know. This shit is lonely. How many people work somewhere? Raise your hands. It's cool. Love it. Let me tell you the best part about working somewhere. I'm serious. It's you get cool. to blame somebody else. <laughs> what sucks about entrepreneurship, one more time, hands, entrepreneurs, everything wrong with your business right now is your fucking fault. Yep. <laughs> How many people here have more than five employees? Raise your hand. Every employee you blame, you fucking hired them, dick. <laughs> Every other word. The other thing that sucks is when the economy does correct properly, and 90, let me say it one more time, hands up, 90% of these people go out of business, that fucking hurts when you have to go get a job and everybody makes jokes about you changing your profile. Mm -hmm. So the glamour that we're putting on entrepreneurship right now, in a world where more than ever people are scared to have L's on their resume, because that leads to depression. That leads to a fucked up place. I come here to DC with one agenda in mind, which is I really want to make sure that people leave here knowing who they are. Do you understand yourself? Do you actually have a situation where you judge yourself within yourself, or do you allow other people's opinions to dictate your life? There is nothing, nothing, more difficult than navigating your life based on somebody else's opinion. And if you really reverse engineer so many of your actions, you will be devastated by how much is being done based on somebody else's opinions. The great gift of my life has been the evolution of my process of not going there by going away from it. And how many people here are parents of kids under 15? Raise your hands. Let me just go on this high horse for 30 seconds. All, all, the far majority, all is too obsolete. The far majority of my happiness today as a man is predicated on all the adversity and losses I had in the first 18 years of my life. If there's nothing that scares me more in our society,
when you realize you control your shit, things fucking go. And so now, let me switch into what you can do about it now that you've established that mindset. He has really if you do not understand that Facebook ads, Facebook ads, so whoever was in line said, please do that Facebook, you're fucking right. Yo, yeah, if you person. do not understand that Facebook ads, running ads, not posting organically on your page and getting a couple of likes, running advertising, spending 10, 30, 80, $900 on a post to a specific group what? of people, which is why you made this video or picture in the first place, that has an agenda behind it around your ambitions to be the mayor of your town, sell some fucking sneakers, or whatever the fuck you want to do with your life. <laughs> Yo, like every time it goes. Fucking August 22nd, August 22nd, 2018, right this minute, right this minute, right this minute, August 22nd, 2018, Facebook advertising and Instagram story advertising is the most underpriced real estate grab of human attention in America ever, period. Stories are really popular. How many people here have run Facebook ads and something good has happened for their business? Raise your hands. How many people here have run Facebook ads and something bad has just didn't work? Raise your hands. Own it. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram ads are no different than a basketball. The ROI of a basketball for me is negative. I've had two meniscus tears and they cost me some money. The ROI of a basketball for LeBron, a billion. Facebook ads work. If you're sitting in this crowd and you're like, Facebook doesn't work. Facebook ads work. You just might not know how to play. And if you don't go home from this conference and sit down and Google and YouTube and read and watch videos for 10 hours to learn it cold, do you know how many people here have opinions on Facebook ads, yet they've never won one? If you do not go home and learn how to run a Facebook ad, and then do it, like within 24 hours, if you do not leave this talk, and run a Facebook ad for your business service for ambition, well then what are we doing here? You can't read about doing push-ups. <laughs> you gotta do push-ups. If you are not producing content for Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, these platforms, if you do not produce written words, pictures, or audio or video for the seven to 12 websites, the apps that dominate the attention of America, you have no shot of succeeding to the level that you want because either you are massively limiting your upside or, and this is the funny part, how many people feel like they're, how many people are having their best business year ever? Raise your hand. Raise it high. First of all, let's clap it up for them. My friends, on some serious shit, you're the people that I'm most worried about. No, I mean it. I'm being dead serious with you. Here's what's happening. It happened in 2001 to 2004. Something came along, it was called Google. People didn't know exactly how powerful it really was. A product called, came out called Google AdWords. At first, Google just had results. Then these little ads started showing up. At first, it cost five cents a click. I, as a young kid, when, I, when they were doing my bio, which by the way, who wrote my bio? My mom must have written that bio. <laughs> and he sneezes on Thursdays. Um, <laughs> and can we please fucking fix that? There's way too long of a bio. Yo, we have a little Andy about it. Tell What's completely fascinating to me about this is Google came along and when they did my bio, they said, and he built his dad's business from a three to $60 million business. And some people clapped, one guy made a loud noise. And I'm literally back there and I'm like, loser. And the reason I said loser, and I said it, and I say it every time, because that will always be in my bio, and that's my origin story, because that should have been three to 250 million. And it should have been three to 250 million 
because I figured out that moment in time that was called Google AdWords. I was buying every wine term you could imagine for five and 10 cents a click and they were all working. But I was too young and I didn't fully understand what was happening and I spent money on direct mail and radio and print and television and other internet shit and winespectator.com and a magnitude of other things. How many people play poker? When you have the nuts, you have them. And you're supposed to go all in. And I didn't. And I had them. And then I went my whole career, did well, did my thing, but I never had them. And I have them now. And I'm trying to give them to you. What? It's called Facebook ads and Instagram <laughs> ads. Oh, I want to give my nuts to you.
Because he's staring at And nothing I say for the next month will be better than the advice I'm giving you right now, which is figure out how you communicate. You don't need to be like me. Not everybody is ridiculously charismatic and good looking on video. <laughs> you might dominate writing. You might be embarrassed because of lighting or makeup or just, you're just insecure visually. Fine. I'm not even judging. I don't give a shit. Audio that shit. Write, draw pictures, I don't give a shit. Go on a fucking mountain and do smoke signals. Figure out how to communicate on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, these platforms, podcasts. How many people here consume my content? Raise your hand. Thank you. I know you know this, I say it all the time. Don't listen to what I'm saying, watch what I'm doing. Why am I putting out content everywhere, always? at a scale that has never been seen before. Because I know it's a moment in time. I promise you, if you find somebody who bought a beachfront home in Malibu when it was first coming up, if you ask her what she thought about that whole situation, the first things out of her mouth was, I wish I bought a second home. Because that 300,000 became 40 million. There are moments when things are underpriced. There are moments when things are underpriced. The number one asset in the world is other people's attention. Their attention is in play. It lives here. Here are seven or eight platforms named YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Got it? You need to figure out how to be in there. Let me give you another analogy because analogies work. The internet is basically the highway. The information superhighway was a perfect analogy back in the day. It is the highway to our lives. Facebook and Apple and Google, they were so good as companies, they figured out how to be the toll booth on those highways. Every person in here's job is to become the best toll booth collector inside that toll There is no shortcut. There's no fucking hashtag that you're gonna find that's gonna fucking explode you. <laughs> what did he say? What? What actually works is the same shit that works in everything in life. Running an actual marathon. Life is long. Yes, I know you might get hit by a bus. Good news. If you get hit by a bus, you're not gonna give a fuck about anything. <laughs> <laughs> Please start playing Life is Long. Do you know how many people emailed me and said, Gary, I need your help, I'm desperate. I bought a ton of fucking Bitcoin at $15,000 a coin. Everybody told me it was gonna be 100,000. I matched all my credit cards, this, that, the other thing. And I replied, like, why? Why'd you do that? And the answer is, it's what always happens. There's always gold rush. People don't wanna put in the work. And I get that. Like, they have this imaginary thing of like how good it's gonna be. DeRozan, the basketball player for the Spurs who just got traded from the Raptors had a quote the other day, I wish everybody was rich, so they realized how much happiness or not it brings. And there's a lot of truth to that. There's, everybody's in a rush because they don't realize that loving the process is the game, not the shift the process gives you.
the people realize, here's what scares the shit out of me. It's never been easier to make $100,000 a year in America if you do the following. Spend 50 hours. I'm asking you to spend 50 hours. How many, tell the truth. How many people here would be happy to make $100,000 a year? Raise your hand. I want to see the hands. Raise them higher because this matters. Can you stand? This matters to me. Please stand. Please, this matters. Don't fucking be scared because I know people are going to oh shit, it should be a million. Listen to me. This is more than 70% of this room right now, based on my eye test, maybe 65. That would be thrilled to make 100. Based on my I know how hard it is to make 100. I'm going to tell you something that's going to blow your fucking face off. And I, and I say this because I'm selfish, because I do think one of you that is standing is going to listen to me and do this. And then you're going to email me in 24 months. If you just spend 50 to 100 hours educating yourself on something that you like or know, books, sneakers, pants, electronics, something, stuff. We're going to talk about selling right now. And you study eBay, and what the price it goes for on eBay in buy it nows and auctions, buy it there and then send it to Amazon and list on Amazon. If you spend 12 hours a day after spending 100 to 200 hours educating yourself on a genre, calculators, blouses, purses, fucking, I don't know, that tooth fucking piece. If you spend 100 to 200 hours understanding the arbitrage that this sneaker sells for 450 on eBay, but 580 on Amazon, and you figure out how to buy it at enough scale in Asia or Europe, or you're buying wholesale in Sydney, Australia, shipping to Amazon, if you get educated on what's called retail arbitrage, you can sit at home Spend 10 hours a day working it, like day trading, and I genuinely believe 50%, which is absurd, 50% of the people standing will hit the 100,000. To me, that's crazy. It's so practical. It takes some work, like I told you, but yet people can sit now, thank you. <laughs> it's practical. It's practical. 70% of this audience wants to make a hundred. Hundo. I, I genuinely know that if you have the humility hangs around to shit, rappers too much. Downsize. You know how many people I wish sold their home right now and went and rented because that's their crutch? Or that fucking BMW that you have no reason fucking having, but the only reason to have it is because you want to front in front of people you don't even like? Okay. <laughs> Instead of what they wish they were, 
and most people didn't find something that they're willing to do for 18 hours a day because they're looking for the money, they're not looking for what they love. Retail arbitrage or building a media company, a podcast, a YouTube show, an Instagram account around a long tail niche for the next 24 to 36 months. Patient diligence, less Stranger Things marathons, more studying Amazon, less fucking Fortnite, more studying eBay. Listen, you could be ninja if you want, but, and by the way, it just comes down to the level of happiness, but I know one thing, when 70% stands up for a hundo, and I've never seen an era that's easier to get to a hundo, easy, 15 hours a day, 200 hours up front, but when you fucking audit the last 60 days of your life, and think about all the fucking leisure that you put in, and how that got to 200 hours real quick, and you're not totally pumped and you want it so bad, I'm fucking giving you, I'm giving you the fucking fishing pole right now. Rewatch this shit. I'm giving you the fishing pole. The problem is, most of you don't want to walk down to the lake and fucking fish. <laughs>
get rich quick scheme. Okay. And I think sometimes I feel like I have so many ideas, I'm scared that I'm just running around doing a whole bunch of get rich quick schemes. No, it just takes time and consistency. Yeah. That's what I learned from his keynote. Yeah. It takes time and it takes consistency. But I already learned the consistency thing from her. I was just about to say, Consistency, you know, accuracy, and personality. Perfect. But I have that. And I think I struggle with the consistency thing because my mind goes a million that's places. That's why that's first. Million places. <laughs> because the problem is it takes a commitment. You have to commit. And I think that that's something that Gary did a great job at putting out in the forefront of all his conversations. He's like, this is not something you can say, oh, I'm going to do it now, right now. And then when it doesn't work, you quit. But that's why I think his statistic about 90% of businesses failing is so important. He's about to come back. Oh, no. No, the people who paid a lot of money are about to get their lunch served. They paid like $500. But we are going to have a question and Well, a lot of them raised their hand and said they were having their best year in business. Which means they Well, they're also in the $500 seats. So. Whatever their best is, because everybody decides to set up. You get when you when you when one person buy a ticket, you get another ticket free. Okay, fine. They were lying. Not all of them. No, I said I said yeah. You did. People felt pressured. It's like ah, yep, me, me. We up here. We like. I have a hard time raising my hand in church. I didn't feel pressure. I literally. Jesus didn't pressure me to raise my hand. I think what I'm learning from Gary his give on a daily basis is so comprehensive that if you are willing to digest it, like he said, if you're willing to digest his content, you have to understand he's giving you everything. I feel like his give is so expansive and so comprehensive that I don't, I don't have anything I would ask him directly. Well, there you have it. You have heard the keynote that I got to hear um, at George Mason University. Um, you heard my feedback. What is your feedback, man? If you have listened to this podcast and you have something to say to me, shoot or Gary V, tweet me at I am Jazz CEO on Twitter. DM me on Instagram at I am Jazz CEO. Let's talk about it. Um, if you want to follow up on what's next on the podcast, follow the podcast page on Instagram at Industry Talk Podcast. Industry Talk Podcast. Check you later.